Today, we're talking about the highest earning and safe places that you can put some money if you are saving some money mm-hmm. or a large purchase or something like that. Uh, Kelly from Instagram sent us a message. She said, um, hey, I don't know if you guys ever address what to do with your money when you're saving for a car or home renovation. Um, so what type of account should you put it in instead of putting it under the mattress <laughs> uh, or in a savings account that's losing money to inflation? I wonder if anyone is still putting money under the mattress. Oh, yeah. Tons of people put money under the mattress. Really? Absolutely. Or digging I mean, a hole in their we, backyard. I was going to say, we do, know, we do know one friend who said they dug a hole in their backyard. They've got... Some cash if they ever need it. We should go get we shovels. Should, not shovels. We should get a bulldozer and just like go for well, it. Well, <laughs> I know, but it's a joke. It'd be funny to like in the middle of the night, like be out there with oh shovels and gosh. let them We got to make us. a lot of noise to wake them up probably. <laughs> like instead of TPing them, we'll just be out there with shovels digging holes in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yes, I know some people are doing that. But uh, yeah, so there's a couple things. I want to address things that you should not do, where you should not be putting your money Good. if you are trying to save for a decent-sized purchase. Um, and the caveat here, you know, so Kelly's talking about for a car or home renovation. Mm-hmm. So uh, wanting to pay cash for it, which is awesome. Yeah, so in both of those situations, I don't want to take any risk. Like, I don't want any chance of the money that I'm putting in there to go down. So it's not about... Right growing the money um now if we have a way to grow it that's really really safe and as close to a guarantee as possible not the casino we're not going to go to the casino i didn't even have it on the list but yes (laughs) we're not going to the casino that's immediately where my brain went we're not going to buy lottery tickets (laughs) um any of those things right Okay. okay uh but the three things i have on my list that i've seen people do Mm -hmm. Um, we're not going to put it in the stock market. Uh, if I'm trying to save money to buy a car for with cash, it's like that's not – we're not putting the money in the stock market. Um, yeah, and, and we've seen people do this, but because it's just such a volatile – Yeah, no, we had a student um, – Over the years. Come up to us at a class one time, and she – yeah, this is one of the things that breaks my heart about uh, – Lack of understanding with investing. Yeah. Like they're, they're like one of the things I... Well, I think it's misinformation too, yeah, right? Combination. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. But anyway, and I don't know if this was her exact situation, but I, I've talked to people so many times who don't understand that like when, when we talk about investing in the stock market, which we absolutely recommend, uh, but we don't recommend it for this situation, for, for saving for a car or whatever, savings, but for a long-term right. thing, it's like one of the best things you can do. Um, but the thing, like when we talk about, yeah, the stock market has returned to average of 10, 11% or whatever over the last 50 years, uh, that doesn't mean every year you're going to go up by 10 or 11%. That means that some years you're going to be down 25%. Mm. Some years you're going to be up 30%. Right. But the average is that. And so you have to be able to understand and be able to ride so that dip it down. it could right? work out in your favor. Oh yeah, it absolutely could, but it's too big of, it's it's too too big big of a risk, risk. Okay. you know, and, and if and again, if it's something that's like, I don't really care. I don't ever need a car the rest of my life. But, you know, then it's like, ah, well, sure. If you want to gamble it, that's fine. But most of us saving for a car, it's like we realize we're going to need one in mm-hmm. a few years. And so we're just proactively trying to do that, you know? Yeah. So I would never put it in the stock market if I were doing that. I would never put it in any crypto. Um, uh, because again, like there's plenty of people who are like, well, I can grow up really fast in crypto. It's like I can 10x my money in a year, you know? Uh, and you can also lose 99% of your money in about three weeks in crypto. 
So I would never do yeah, that. There's been a couple of things. You've put crypto in a couple different things and you've been like, well, that's completely shut down. They took my money yep. and ran. And yep. No, we've made, yeah, we've made some money in crypto, but we've definitely lost some money in crypto. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just it's the wild, wild volatile. west. Yeah. Wild, wild west. Uh, and then the other thing, um, yeah, so I wouldn't put individual stocks. That was kind of the first thing I was saying. But then secondly, I also wouldn't put it in an index fund. Like I just wouldn't do any of those things if that's what I was doing. Okay. Now, what I would do Mm-hmm. If I knew when we were going to need a car, so two years, we're going to buy a car and we're going to save up under that point. What I would probably do right now is get a high interest CD, uh, bank CD that is FDIC insured. I would make 100% sure that it's FDIC insured given everything that's going on in the banking world. Um, and basically- I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Basically, we just want to know that that money is insured at that bank. If that bank falls and disappears, mm-hmm. that that money is actually insured by the US government. Um, and so that's what I would be doing there. Now, that is only good. Most banks, uh, I think, is $250,000 per depositor, I believe. So I wouldn't want more than $250,000 um, at a single bank if I – I wouldn't be doing that for a car. We're not going to save half a million dollars for a car. But but if you need to have four, more than um, $250,000, I would spread it between banks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now um, – the other thing I would do, uh, so CDs are probably going to get you your best rate, but point is you're locking in for a certain amount of time, right? Um, oh, and so, so you can't pull it out before then. You can, but there's a penalty that'll typically offset anything that you'd gain from gotcha. the interest. Okay. But that's probably going to be the best rate that you can get right now. But what I really like doing is just using a high interest savings account. And a couple years ago, two years ago, I would have said it doesn't matter. They're all terrible. You're not earning anything in any savings accounts. But the last year or so, um, things have shifted a lot. And, um, and right now it's, it's crazy, like the disparity of what's going on. So I'm actually going to share my screen and just kind of let you see what's going on with all this. But this is Wells Fargo's savings account. Okay. And, um, I, you know, if you're on the email list and that's how you found your way over here, uh, I don't, I just don't like a lot of these big banks and the way they do things. It really frustrates me. It annoys me. Whatever well, I used else. to work at a bank too. So I think your perspective is different than most <clears throat> people's. I don't really know, but <laughs> because you, it's like, you know, the things to work, to look for, which is helpful for me. Cause I'm just like, I don't know the bigger, the better. It seems like they would have more people. So they have more money and they are not going to mess up as much. Man, I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't really know. It depends. I guess it depends on what you're looking for, but in terms of savings accounts, let's go look at this. Okay. So we come down to their platinum savings, which sounds like really, really good, right? The platinum package. Like, this is the best <laughs> thing. Anyway, so if you have less than $100,000 with them, your interest rate, what you're going to be earning is 0.25%, so a quarter of a percent. Oh, my god! If you get all the way up to having a million dollars with them, of which, again, 750000 of that is not... You're getting really loud, so I can tell you're getting not... passionate. <laughs> If you have more uh, than a million, you're going to get two and a half percent. They're going to do you that favor of having a million dollars of money that they can use and make a lot more money off of it. So that's Wells Fargo. Okay. So basically for most of us, it's going to be 0.25% is the interest rate we're going to get. Okay. Now, Bank of America is even way worse. It's unbelievable. Okay. So we come over to their rates on their savings account. Um, it is 0.01%. Oh my gosh. Like, unbelievable. And then, like, these other tiers or whatever get you all the way up to 0.04%. Absolutely unbelievable what this looks like. Uh, And then on top of that, they both have all these, like, crazy fees where it's like, um, 
if you we'll give you no monthly maintenance fee if you do this and this and this and this you got to like jump through all these hoops in order to do it so for this one mostly you have to maintain a daily balance of at least 500 dollars if they can do it wells fargo again you got to do something maintain a 3500 minimum daily balance mm. or they're going to give you 12 dollar fee each month which is going to effectively there's no way you're going to come out ahead on that if you don't maintain this 3500 dollar minimum fee now the counterpoint to this is CIT Bank. And there's other high interest um, ones, but this is the highest one that I've found lately where it's 4.6%. So coming back to uh, BOA with their 0.01% and then Wells Fargo with their 0.25%. Well, 0.25 if you have a million dollars. Well, no, that's uh, uh, Wells Fargo is 0.25. Oh, okay. But anyway, 4.6%. Like in this, in the, they, and what's so great about this is they don't have any monthly fees. So they don't have any minimum maintenance or a minimum uh, uh, account fees. So you have to okay. have a certain like amount in there. Fees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, we opened an account with them. I'm really excited about them. They're the best or the highest rate um, bank that I've seen um, right now. And and I think a lot of times people will see as, well, well, that doesn't make any sense. What's the catch? Like, how are they doing that when BOA? Like, and the fact is, like, What's going on right now is that the Fed has raised interest rates over the last year or so, probably 10 different times. And what's supposed to happen is the Fed raises interest rates and that makes your mortgage payment go up, but it also makes the savings account rates go up. Okay. And so CIT Bank is just doing that. They're just, the rates have raised and they're just giving it back to the customers. Whereas BOA and Wells Fargo are just dragging their feet, not raising the savings accounts rates. And because they're so huge, most customers are just sitting with them, staying with them. Wow. And so it's just a it's just a bad way of doing business. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It's just, uh, yeah. Rude. Anyway. And so that's why I like banks like CIT where it's like we're just going to pass it on to you and give you a fair rate instead of trying to right. rip you off like some of these other big banks are doing. Um, so anyway. So all that to say, like, that's where I would be putting the money right now. Um, so they're just an online bank. Yeah. And so that's another part of this equation of how they're doing this. Okay. They don't have any branches like BOA and Wells Fargo do. Um, and, you know, and there's some people, maybe you're listening and you're like, well, I got to have a branch. I got to go put my checks in every week and I need to Well, yeah. You know, all and sometimes stuff. it's nice to walk in and talk to a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. And, and that's fine. And and. Anyway, there's a lot to go here, but we we have a physical branch locally that we can do that for the rare times we need that. But okay. we've been doing online banking for 15 years. Like we've had banks that didn't have any branches. Um, Honestly, when we first got married, we were using ING. Direct. 20 years, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So Close point is, uh, we're at a, a phase in algae where uh, most people probably don't go into need to go into a branch very often. Right. Like we get physical checks, we deposit them on the app. Like you can do that with CIT or a whole bunch of other online banks. Um, we just never need to go into bank. So anyway, yeah. so that's kind of uh, how I would approach I that. But um, and um, for anybody who's curious too, CIT is actually a really large bank, and they've been around over a hundred years. Which I was just really? doing some research on them just because I didn't. Um, yeah, because I wanted to know like before I'm talking about all this, but. Uh, but yeah, so they're pretty, they're pretty solid. They've been around a long time. I don't feel like um, I've ever heard of them. Yeah. They're a division of first citizens bank. And I okay. don't know, I don't know how much I've you heard know of about that. the bank industry, I d- but <laughs> very little, but <laughs> that's what you do in your free time. <laughs> read books Research on banking. banks. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, 
yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Let me see if I can pull up the, uh, I don't know if we comments. got comments on here. We're trying well, to do this. let's switch this back over to our faces, too. All right, how do we get our faces back? Let's do that. Oh. Boom, there's our faces. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have the comments pulled up, but let us know if you've got a bank you love, because um, I'd love to hear about this, because mm. we sent an email out yesterday about a uh, promotion um, for the credit card that we use, um, and do you like them doing that? <laughs> So see how long it took you to realize I was doing it too. Anyway, and there's just a lot of people who have a problem with a lot of big banks, uh, and I do as well. And so I'd love to just keep hearing about more options, better options. Yeah. So if you have some banks where you really like them, um, because there are some people I think who uh, judge the bank based on the numbers. It's like, all right, CIT has the highest interest rate, so let's go there. Um, and others care more about their philosophy and how they run their business and all right, I'm gonna like I'm gonna ask you a question that I don't know if you're gonna want to answer. <laughs> All right, I so like we'll where see, this is going. We'll see what happens. Okay. Are there any banks that you're like, oh please, uh, just get you should get your money out of there? Is there uh, anything that you feel like that about any banks? <laughs> if so, they're not FDI insured, maybe FDIC insured. FDIC. Yeah. So anything, yeah, FDIC, anything that isn't FDIC insured. Okay. Um, That's at this easy. point, I wouldn't I wouldn't have my money in there. Okay. Just with everything that's gone on. I mean, I feel like the banking kind of crisis in the U.S. has kind of stabilized. But, I mean, we had a month there where it was pretty, you know, because one bank weird. fell, then another, then another. Yeah. And it, was, it was just not feeling great. And so, which isn't, it isn't a big deal. FDIC insurance is there. But it, for the, like that initial one, Silicon Valley Bank, um, like there were a lot of people in there with way more than $250,000. Right. Um, really a lot of those Silicon Valley businesses. And so uh, I think they ended up getting bailed out. But um, Oh, they but did? I think so. But anyway, point is, is that that's what you want to avoid. Um, outside of that, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of banks I've had just a terrible experience with. Um, yeah, sure. We'll just go there. Like um, <laughs> in uh, – in uh, the Midwest area, Commerce Bank, um, I had a lot of really bad experiences. That's with. who I used to bank with when we got engaged, and you were like, "No, we are not banking there." You know, and to be fair, you like some really of this is, <clears throat> some of this is like a particular branch, you know. So it's like, and I think that probably was most of the case with Commerce. Uh, U.S. Bank is another one that um, I've just been incredibly disappointed with. We have banked with them for honestly over a decade and i have been in the process of moving all my accounts out of them because i'm just so disappointed with them as a bank wow. um and not just on a branch level but more on a the way they how do they things. handle things and how they've treated us and like just it's been very disappointing mm -hmm. so so that's a bank i would personally never go open an account in again um okay yeah. i have another question how do you feel about having a business account and personal account at the same bank do you like to spread those out into two different places uh we've done both it's it's more convenient when they're at the same bank because mm -hmm. you can move between them a little bit easier um but i don't know like it's such a tricky thing because it's like on one hand you have the diversification side of things where it's like i'd like to diversify to keep things safe but then right. you also have the i'd like to save time and make things more convenient mm -hmm. by minimizing the amount of accounts I have. Yeah. And so there's a tension there. And so I think it ultimately depends on what's more important to you at the moment. Um, and that can help you decide what you want to do in that situation. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So okay. anyway, we got a really cool testimony that came in yesterday, yeah. I believe. We got a 
email from someone that we wanted to read. Um, do you have it pulled up? I do, you do want to read have it? it pulled up, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was great. I just, um, we want to start sharing a little bit more. Of, like we've been reading over the, whatever, last six months, a lot of different um, reviews of, uh, yeah, the reviews of what God has been doing yeah, in people's lives through the really book and stuff like that. But anything that we see God doing in the lives of Sea Time community, like we want to share it. And so this was one of those cool things. Yeah. And I'm not sure if she was a student. Was she? She read the book. So she did go through it's her book. book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It says, hi, Bob. I started reading your book in October of 2022. I began working through debt with a fresh set of eyes, which already I feel like that yeah. is just, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I had more debt than I could ever pay. All right. Okay. My first right. crazy step was to invite God into the middle of this mess and honor him with tithe, which was just $200. Uh, but that caused me to spend more carefully. I think this is this is something really – that's a revelation right there. Yeah. Is that because she decided to tithe, it just helped her make better decisions. Man. Because she was going, yep. okay, I'm, I'm going to take this money instead of just spending it however I feel like How it. many people – like, cause yeah, we've talked to so many students like, well, I want to tithe, but I just don't have enough. And this, this it's is so interesting. It's so interesting. It's like, well, what if you tried and right? Uh, yeah. That's what if cool. you try? Cause then let's see what happens. Like that makes you actually have to try harder. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a really good thing. Um, my next step was to use empower which is tracking how much you're spending, right? Yep. Um, I look at my spending every night and I compare it from month to month to see where I'm spending more money than I actually want to. Uh, I set up my accounts with Ally to see my spending in even more detail. So this is talking about the real, I wonder if she went through real money. Okay. So yeah, so essentially what we have here, and I, I, I remember I skimmed through this and I this didn't see it all, but detail. essentially what she's doing, <laughs> she's literally doing everything that we have said yes. to do. And so she's gone through our book and our course and is just applying everything, which is really cool. It's really fun for us because it's like, great, somebody's like actually doing this stuff, you know. Uh, anyway, because you're going to get to hear some of the results. Um, okay, to see my spending in even more detail. Finally, I just committed to paying my bills and to not give up. This, I feel like, is another huge thing. And as she's going through paying her debt, having like doing that process with fresh eyes, mm-hmm. her her decision was, this is too much money. I can't pay all this. I don't know how to pay all this, but I'm just not going to give up. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. I think that's so powerful. All right. Um, so I think we I think we need to say how much debt she had. Okay. Uh, it started my. It started with $250,000 of debt. $250,000 of debt. But hold on. I'm going to keep going. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> in the last three months, my PSLF was credited with more payments and $180,000 was forgiven. That's amazing. In addition, I was sent a refund for an overpayment, which I used to pay off two loans. My insurance went down to $100 each month. Uh, I know it's not great to look too far ahead, but next month I'm going to pay off the rest of my credit cards and get to double my giving. That's amazing. <laughs> my debt has gone from 250000 to 40000 God has responded to my messy invitation with tremendous mercy and grace, and I am overwhelmed by his good gift. I had to share with you your book and podcast that fueled me with hope um, all along the way, and I thank you. That's so cool. Thank you, Jesus. I mean... Isn't that great? It's... Yeah, it's really exciting. And I, I can't imagine what that feels like to have 250000 We never had... This was just what? Did she say We never October? had close to that amount of debt, and I felt... This is from October to May. 
And, you know, we did another podcast with somebody who I believe it was like $180,000, um, something really significant like that. But um, I just can't imagine the amount of relief oh my that you would feel like – Cause yeah, I just remember getting our car paid off and felt like I was floating. Like yeah. that was the most amazing thing ever. And so that's just so good. I'm so excited for her. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause like this is, she just showed up. She just said, okay, I'm going to commit to doing this and I'm yep. not going to give up. Yep. And I mean, I think there's something so powerful there with when we have that attitude of, I'm just going to commit and do it. And also the, the invitation, inviting God in to help. Like there's just so much, I feel like there's so much wisdom packed into this short little email that yeah. it's just so exciting to see what God can do when we decide we're just going to move forward with him. Yeah, you know? do what we can do and trust him, bring him into the situation mm-hmm. and trust him to do what he can do. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I'm super excited. Rachel, thank you for awesome. sending that email. All right. Uh, if you haven't entered our $2,000 giveaway, mm. like because I, I feel like some people are like, like it's like glossing their head. We're literally giving away a $2,000 Amazon gift card. Okay. And this isn't one of those things like where you go to the mall and they're giving away a car and you, you're, this is actually <laughs> legit. This is yeah, actually legit. We're just legit. handing it to you and then saying bye bye. Um, <laughs> and so the way that you enter to do this, all you have to do is post something about the book. So if you've read our book, Simple Money Rich Life, um, just post something about it. So I don't care if you go on Instagram and say, hey, I like this book. Or if you go to Amazon and post a review about it or mm. wherever, wherever you hang out, Facebook, Twitter, it doesn't matter. Like just go somewhere publicly and just say something of what you got out of the book. Like that's it. So that's one way. The other way is to simply buy a copy of the book for someone else. Okay. No, so yeah. any, if you do either one of those things between now, whenever this is podcast is coming out, um, and, uh, I think it's middle of June, June 15th, I believe we're ending it. Hmm. If you do either one of those things between that, we will enter you into a giveaway. There you go. Now what you have to do so that we can enter you, because if you go to Amazon and buy a book, we're not going to know about it. You need to forward your receipt over to Lauren at seedtime.com. Lauren at seedtime.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will get you entered or you can go on our website and buy a book on there, or you can buy a bunch of books. You could do a book study. And just buy all the yeah. books. And each one is an entry into this $2,000 Amazon gift card. And mm-hmm. somebody's going to get this. And I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Uh, so I wish I could enter. On our website, I'm going to do it. <laughs> you can't win, darling. On our website, Linda's going to be in the back room. I come with all these <laughs> fake names and like create all these fake Instagram accounts. Anyway, um, so yeah, go to our website, seedtime.com slash SMRL. And you can buy it directly there. Um, it's probably it's probably cheaper than Amazon, I think. Um, and uh, anyway, so you can get it there if you want, or Amazon or wherever else you buy books. Um, but if you buy it on our site, we'll know about it automatically. You don't have to do anything else. If you post something on social, send Lauren an email. If you buy a book on Amazon, send Lauren an email, lauren at seedtime.com. Yep. And uh, we'd love to get you entered into that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yay. All right. $2,000. Two thousand bucks, man! $2, I want to win. That'd be cool. Anyway, all right. There's That's a couple. What I said. There's a couple questions here I want to answer real quick. Oh, okay, good, um, good, good. Okay, uh, Mr. Hellertop said, "Would so would you keep your rainy day fund in something like this, or do you have other recommendations?" Yes. Oh. So rainy day fund, emergency fund, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, that's exactly where we have it in a high interest savings account. Um, and yeah, we I opened an account with CIT a few months ago. Um, and yeah, they're they're just the highest rate right now. And I'm not like for like 
constantly switching banks, finding the highest rate, you know, if it's like 0.1%, but they're significantly higher than any other banks that we use. And so we're just going to be moving more over there. Mm. Uh, and uh, Andrew's asking, is CIT part of the real money method or ally or capital 1360? Um, so CIT is not, this was the reason I opened the bank with them uh, or opened an account with them a few months ago, trying to see if we could make them work with the real money method. And um, they're not they're not as well suited for that as um, some of the other banks are, mm-hmm. which is why we don't recommend them specifically for that. Now, that said, um, we have some really creative and clever and students in our course who some of our students have gotten the best results in the real money course um, just didn't use banks that we would have ever recommended, but they still made it work. They made so, it work, yeah. So it's like we're making recommendations of banks to use based off of... Um, the ease of use. Yeah, in tremendous... Like I want the system to be so stupid simple that literally a eight-year-old can come in and do it and not be confused and not have any... like. And I want it to be so... You think Alden could do it? Uh, I think he could do it. Um, and I want it to be so simple and just so quick and painless and frictionless. And that is why we come up with a list of recommended banks. Um, mm-hmm. Just ones that it's like, this is just going to make it so much simpler. Uh, but you can use a lot of different banks for it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so anyway, hopefully that answers the question, Andrew. Um, but yeah. All right. Think cool. I think that's it. I think that's it. You guys are awesome. Have a Yay. wonderful rest of your day. And we will see you soon. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. We'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.